All right, we're live. Hey. Yo. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Oh, yeah? Another another week is almost over. How, how's your week been? Um, It's been busy. No, I wouldn't say stressful. I, there's just a lot going on. But, like, nothing bad. Just okay. busy. Well, that's good. Yep. Yeah, what about you? Anything new over there? Um... No, not really. Uh, You're back at the office now for a few weeks. How are you back into the swing of going, taking the Bart or whatever and doing all that stuff again? I've I've stopped. I've stopped like forgetting stuff at home that I need in the office. Um, I still hate going into the office and take any excuse I can get to not have to go in. How many days are they asking you to? Two, right? Two. Two too many. It seems weird that they're even asking you to two because obviously they don't need you there at all. (laughs) Yeah. If it's only uh, two. There's a whole bunch of weird like politics that are way above my pay grade. So because like it's different when it's like, no, you never could have worked from home. You always had to go to a place It's like, yeah, okay, then nothing has changed. But obviously, if you can be there for three days of the week, <laughs> then, yeah, then or when they say stuff don't. like, oh, we have a big event we have to cover today. So why don't you guys work from home? Because we know you can uh, work better and more efficiently at home. Right. <laughs> Weird. That's a, that's a fun one to hear. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, I just going to I'm going to quickly say I saw Doctor Strange and I liked it and people should get tune in next week for our our TVP for our TVP all about it. Yeah. Uh, but that was an enjoyable movie. And upon leaving the theater, the movie, they had like free like 11 by 17 posters of Doctor Strange. OK, which mm-hmm. on like I grabbed one, but like, honestly, I'm kind of in a place in my life where 11 by 17 is just like too small of a poster. I, if I want to put yeah. a poster up, I want it to be a nice big one that I really like. Yeah, but I really liked the art of this print. So I grabbed one. OK, and my cool. girlfriend says, like, oh, did you take a look what's in the bin? And I was like, no, I didn't even notice a bin. And she goes back in there and I'm waiting for her in the lobby. She comes yeah. out with a full size, like the mm-hmm. see through, like the real movie poster one. Yeah. Of everything everywhere all at once poster. Oh, that's awesome. To which I'm like, <laughs> holy smokes, what else is in there? And she's like, I don't know. We'll take a look. She goes back yeah. in, comes out, unbearable weight of massive talent, full size poster. <laughs> Just like every movie that's come out the last month in there. Yeah. Um, so we definitely took those. Yeah. And uh Unfortunately, and the unbearable weight one, we, we had actually swapped it because it was like the the one with like the white border and stuff for the one that's more like a kaleidoscope of all the actors and whatnot. So I got that uh-huh. one, which is pretty cool. Oh, OK, look for a look over like a photo on my Twitter, Instagram coming soon. Um, nice. The everything ever all at once one is pretty lame. It's just like the logo <laughs> with the googly oh. eyes everywhere sure which is not a great i know, I know which one you're talking about yeah. yeah but there is one that i've seen online where it's like a kaleidoscope and it's kind of like a painterly look i wish it was that one but it wasn't i'm gonna keep my eye out though because this one place place had a bunch of posters maybe they'll get more or something cool um but that was still just like a cool get and then you know so i bought some frames for them yeah they showed up one of them sliced my finger open when i was trying to deal with it and then i found Ooh. out both of them were broken 
Oh, great. So I do like the Amazon like return. Send me a replacement. These are broken thing. And they're yeah. like, OK, we will send you two new frames. You don't even have yeah. to send those other ones back to us. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, I'll just throw what, them out what myself. You, why don't you want these back? Why are you just giving me <laughs> more frames for free? Like they're like, we odd? don't want to we don't want to pay to throw it out. That's your I guess. <laughs> yeah, I would assume they would want to like verify fix them or, something. or something and then sell them. I don't know. But I was just surprised sure. that they didn't want them at all. Yeah, that is very weird. So I'm waiting for uh, those frames to come and then I'll. I'll hang those up and I'll post some pictures on Twitter or something. Cool. Um, all right. Well, if nothing is going on with you, uh, then let's do the top down perspective podcast. Oh, by the way, uh, John's yeah. not here. He had some life stuff come up. I'm not really sure, but well wishes to John. Yeah. Um, it's May 12th and I'm Sean Booker. Uh, it is May 12th and I'm Paul Fleck. And I'm I'm actually going to go first with what okay. I've been playing because I would mm-hmm. love to talk to you about the play okay. date. OK. Uh, Have so you actually played with it yet? <laughs> I played about 45 minutes. Um, okay. So it came today. Unfortunately, I was in the office today, so I didn't get to play too much of it. I got the with the case. That's why there's this purple case on it. Uh-huh. Uh, this thing is just absolutely delightful. Um, mm-hmm. Let me take it out. So. Take it out of the case. Here's the here's it closed. Sorry for the audio listeners, but like, you know, it folds open, got little indents for the buttons. The screen always stays on, but it says it uses like so little battery in this mode. Why not put the time on it? And then I chose to put the word clock. So it's like written out saying it's quarter past eight on Thursday, May 12th. I'm going to blow you up to full screen for people actually watching just so you can show it off a little bit better. So like the back of the case has these like little metal nubs that magnetize into the back of the. Oh, that is way blown out (laughs) of the play date. You can kind of see where they would like fit into these little like rivets. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. this thing is so nice and tiny for like scale. It's about half the man. That's really blown out, too. It's about half the size of my phone. Okay. Yep. Uh, I believe if you close a Game Boy Advance SP, it's the it same footprint. Yes, it is. Yeah, I saw pictures of that. I thought that was neat. Yeah. Um. And it's like a. It's kind of like an acrylic kind of feel okay. to it. Oh, okay. It's so nice. It's yeah. heavier than you'd think. Like it doesn't feel like a cheap okay. little plasticky guy. Um. Good. The crank yeah. feels good. Crank comes out. Do some cranking. Yeah. Um. I don't know. The sound is good. Maybe let me see if I can. It's hard. It's actually hard for me to like see it. So there's no backlight. So you need to have a lamp going. So this is the one thing that when I heard about that, I was just like, come the fuck on. Really? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it does feel like a bit of like a step back. Yeah. Hang on. I got to right before we were going live. I was side loading some games that I bought on itch which is like the okay. easiest process ever. You can go to itch. You can just do a search for play date. And let, let me just like, I'll send this for you, John. Uh, sorry, John, Paul, uh, like look how many games there already are. For, I'll put it in the chat too. Actually, I'm not even sure I'm logged into Twitch. Yeah, I can't put it in the chat right now. Okay. Um, but look how many games on itch there already are for the play date, like dozens of them. I will put it in for, uh, the chat, but, Yes, there. I mean, that makes sense. 
That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, no backlight. So it's actually kind of hard for me to look at it down here because I don't have a light source going on to the playdate. I have one coming at my face for the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let me there is a way to uh, go into the settings and replay the little intro. And the little intro is absolutely delightful. They got that to you quicker than I was thinking, because I think it was wasn't it even just last week, last episode. We were you were saying you were about fifteen hundred to two thousand away tech order wise or whatever. Uh, Yeah, something like that. I, I was following kind of the discord and people after my order number was getting theirs. So I was really confused when I was going to get it. And then on Monday, I got a thing saying, hey, it's shipped, should be there in a couple days. Anyway, so it's nice. just kind of teaching me right now how to, like, what the buttons are. So I'm, I just have to press them around. Cute. Yeah, it's cute. And now I got to press A and B. I got to press B again, I guess. This is just a jam. <laughs> now it's like, oh, what's this? Time for some crank. Am I doing it the right way? No, wrong way. Here we go. Now I can see it's like going across the screen. Yeah. So this is just the intro? This is just the intro. When you first turn it on, you get to do this. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's a play date. Awesome. Like, it's cool. it's so nice. I think what really, uh, what really kind of emphasizes what this is, like, first off, it comes in this cute little box. Nice and skinny. Yeah. Let's see if we can get a shot without that. Oh, the, yeah. There's play date the right there. Um, nice. I got to say, like, when it comes to visual design, it's all minimal. That's just my shit. So I love the way this looks. And then on the back, yeah. it's, on the back, it says we made play date just for fun. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like a great kind of motto for this whole thing is. Yeah, this is this thing's expensive. Like if you get yeah, this is. thing is like 170. Uh, with the case, I think it goes up to like 190, 200. So you're going to spend about 200 if you want this in the case. Um, yes. Which I don't know why you wouldn't get the case if you're going in for this. The case is like 30 bucks. Like just yeah. get it, you know. Um, this yeah. is for like people that just like weird little games. And they yes. And that's just that that does something for them. They like indie games. They like tiny little games that are weird that not everyone's playing. They like being a part of a small community. Like I'm part of like the official discord and they have it all broken up into like. So the way the games come out. Is once you get it, you get two games every week following that. So yeah. because we're all getting it at different times. People who got it like a week or two weeks ago have more games than I do. And I can't play their games until I wait the length of real world time. Right. Mm -hmm. So part of your purchase of, of the play date is you're getting season one, which I believe is 24 games. So every week at some point during the week, a light will shot flash on this. And when I open it up, it'll say in the corner new games and some new games have been downloaded overnight. And I have two okay. new games to play for that week, which is sure kind of exciting because there's like nothing really like that i guess yeah that's neat how does it do the um the like setup for your 
wireless network or and that stuff? Is it just like a little on screen keyboard sort of thing or do you plug it into your computer? No, or? it's it's wireless. Um, it connects to Wi-Fi. Okay. And then, yeah, uh, it's not exactly a keyboard. It's, it's more of like a three column scroll thing, but they have a way to okay. input all your characters and numbers. It just finds your your Wi-Fi and connects it. And then, yeah, it, it downloads updates. Wirelessly does everything wirelessly. Cool. It does come with a charge cable. Um, yeah, that is like a USB to USB C cable and it's yeah. yellow it matches which is pretty nice i was actually just kind of excited to have a yellow cable because i have so many of those ones in black or dark gray oh sure um uh weirdly the thing this is such a dumb niche thing the thing i really like about the play date the most is i really like the color they chose yeah. the type that yellow is i like it's a great yellow and then i love that it yeah. pairs with this purple yeah like it's just a good, they chose a, a great color combo i could see though if they make like a gen two of these like yeah. new colors sure like why you know, not like a like a bright green or or like a blue i could see that come maybe yeah um and you know like sure it's missing the backlight but what i don't want this thing to turn into one or two versions down the road is like a more complex device like a game like a bad game boy or something <laughs> or just like because, I mean, eventually you're going to look at this and be like, well, I could have just played that on like my switch or my computer. And it's like, oh, yeah, but yeah. you're missing the point. That's not like, sh- sure. I just sideloaded a Pacross game on here. I could play sure. Pacross in a hundred different ways on yes. better screens and whatnot. Although the screen on this is pretty nice for, for what mm-hmm. it's worth. But it's like the, the point of this is you you like weird little niche things. It's tiny. It's pocketable. It's it's just a unique little thing. It's like. For people who buy like game um, game and watches, this is like the ultimate yeah, yeah. game and watch, basically. Sure. Like if you're one of the people that went out and bought like that Legend of Zelda game and watch because you wanted yeah. to play Zelda one again on a tiny, weird little handheld. This is probably for you. Yeah, you probably already have your order. in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're that person. For um, sure. Side loading. Oh, holy smokes. It's so much easier. So I'm, I'm on itch.io. I download. It yeah. gives me like a like a little folder when you download the game, it, everything seems to be like pay what you want because it's itch.io, of course. So I just yeah. been playing whatever, like their default, what the developer is thinking the game's worth. Then yeah. you just go on to play dot date, which is where you have your play date account. You just drag the folder onto your account. Done shows up in here in like two seconds. You hit install. Nice. Good. Nice and easy. Like, yeah, I'm hoping people start adding like a, Hey, here's like a you know five new games we found for the play date that are cool and worth playing. Like, That's probably already out. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I hope yeah. it just keeps going, kind of. And I, like you know, I'm in yeah. like the official Discord. I'm sure people are going to be talking about stuff there. But what's yeah. really exciting is once these are in people's hands and we all get season two at the same time, that's going to be pretty cool because no longer are people going to be ahead of each other. It's now going to be yeah. we're all playing the same two games this week. Let's talk about these two games. Sure. Uh, so the games I have access to, um, uh, not including my side loading ones, uh, the mm-hmm. ones that came with a thing is Whitewater Wipeout, which is okay. a, oh, you probably can't even see that. It's a surfing game. Okay. Um, I'm really bad at it. And it's like an old arcade surfing game that I'm equally bad where you have to like go up the wave and do tricks in the air and then go up and you have yeah. to like momentum based. Yeah. But you're using the, uh, the crank to like rotate how your person, how the board goes. So you like wrote, go up, 
stuff like that. And then this one, which just has like a great name. Casual Birder. That's which is a uh, bird photography game. Of course, who the developers in that discord that I'm I'm sitting around in and, and posting in and whatnot. And he's just like giving updates and asking, hey, can people send me some of their save files so I can test the new update with them? And he's just in there. Uh, so I played a little bit of um, the surfing one. Super bad. I played more of the casual birder because that's more just like story based going around in, I don't know, like earthbound esque area, no combat. And when like a bird shows up, you go into photo mode and you use the crank to focus. The uh, OK, the thing, and then the, you uh, take a picture of the bird and it goes in your little like, it be, um, it's cool. It's nice. This thing is just like it's just delightful to use. It, it like it, it is cool. I'm excited to see what comes uh, over Wi-Fi in the future. I'm excited to see what I can sideload. Is there an idle game yet where you started off by cranking to gain money and then you can buy things that like double the crank amount? Or I'm, sure there mu- I'm sure there must be. Or if <laughs> that it's not, like, like it's it, going to happen because the SDK is seems free. It's out there. Up. Like that just makes yeah. sense. Um, I yeah. haven't seen one yet, but I have. I just barely started scratching the surface of what's available. So I'm going to have to go through itch and, and take a look at what's in here. There's some like weird looking games in here. Super corporate tax evader. Pocket Planner, Pizza Snake, Rachel's Playdate, Moostake. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what any of this is, but I want to check these out. I really like the idea of just like a bunch of games that are just like the developer's name. Just Rachel's Playdate, Tom's yeah. Playdate. <laughs> yep. Like who even knows? And then the cool thing about Itch is you can follow developers on Itch. So when they release a new thing, you'll get like a notification about it. Um. But yeah, cool. Playdate is uh, is pretty exciting. I'm I'm really happy that this thing is that I finally got it. I've been waiting for it. So nice. So is Tiny Tina's Wonderland as exciting in your opinion? Yeah, so I started that this week. Been playing some co-op. It finally went on sale digitally. So my buddy and I picked it up and we're playing. OK, it is pretty ridiculous how much that is like. So the concept is it's Tiny Tina, everyone's favorite character. Tiny Tina. So yeah. everybody's second favorite character because Claptrap is obviously number one. Of course. Um, you'll be happy to know I did find Claptrap in the game. Oh, thank God. Yeah, God, I was I worried. He it, be it, it, like, it. it took me a few hours and I was like, if this guy doesn't show up soon. I'm going to throw my Xbox out the window. Um, yeah. So the concept is Tiny Tina along with two characters, two new characters that are voiced by Tiffany Haddish and... Oh, why am I blanking on his name uh, from Lonely Island? The actor. Andy, Samberg. Andy Samberg. So it's those okay. two. Um, they're they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, basically. That is most that is a uh, uh, DM'd by Tiny Tina. So you get a lot of Tiny Tina just saying nonsense about whatever. And you're like the newbie that's playing around with them, too. So it's all medieval time. I should say. And by what by. What I mean by all medieval time is it's medieval for five minutes and then they give you a gun and everyone else yeah, has a course. gun and of then course. it's Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the thing about this game is that it looked interesting to me, except I think I would kill myself if I had to listen to Tiny Tina for 20 hours. Is she talking all the time? 
she's not talking yes. all the time but any kind okay. but she does pop up like in any kind of like cutscene because she's like the she's talking she'll say like what's yeah. about to happen because she's like the dm and stuff and then like andy samberg will be in and be like oh no <laughs> yeah he's like andy samberg. <laughs> i was correct in the chat it's not tiffany haddish it's wanda sykes yes and i actually did know that but i'm watching after party at the at the moment which does star uh tiffany haddish and that's why she was stuck in my head but yes it is wanda gotcha. sykes apologies okay um yeah i don't know so you know pretty quickly i kind of just like stopped paying attention to any of the voice acting because it's not good um and and then it's borderlands and bo- i like the yeah. gameplay of borderlands instead of grenades you have magic spells so that's kind of interesting because you can swap those out and sometimes it's like you know you shoot like an ice beam sometimes it's like you create like a meteor out of the air to smash down on people like the sure the, the spells are kind of fun um the classes are kind of cool i'm playing a claw bringer which means i have a little dragon that flies around me at all times um, oh that's and cute it'll like attack while i'm attacking and whatnot um, okay my buddy is playing the spore warden so he has a little mushroom dude the companion <laughs> that follows us around and attacks and i understand as we go through the skill tree our companions are going to get bigger yeah turn into okay. like an ent tree for him and like a big dragon right now mine's like a little wyvern cute okay um, but it is pretty insane how much it is just like oh no we didn't try and make something new it's it is just borderlands like we're not making this medieval you have a gun you have the same like it went it took maybe 10 minutes for me to be like well i've got the shotgun i always have in borderlands i'm playing borderlands again <laughs> um yeah which i mean that makes crazy. sense of course. um th- so it's not open world you're now there's like instances and it's not like not like procedurally generated, but there's like air combat areas that you'll be in or towns that you'll be in. And then when you exit or finish the mission, there's an overworld where you got where it's you and and your team in like big head mode walking around on what I assume is supposed to be like the board, but like a obviously a much oh, bigger yeah. and like more like a like imaginative version of what the board is. That's I think I'm, that's what they're trying to get at is like, these are like the, yeah. the miniatures. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so what's annoying about that though, is like, there's like random encounters on the, on the board when you're walking around and you can yeah. melee them just to like, basically say like, no, I don't want to do a random encounter, but you know, you should do some of them because that's how you're going to get a lot of your experience. Mm-hmm. But what's annoying is the loading times to get into the random encounters are like just too long where I never want to do one of them again. Like if it just blinked me in there. OK, fine, mm. I'll do this combat arena. And I should say the random encounters, they're all in like the same combat arena or for whatever, okay, bi- I, for whatever biome you're in. So if I'm in like so the forest area, I'm fighting in this exact same forest random encounter area every time. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Then it doesn't make sense that you don't just blink in, essentially. That's yeah, really weird. weird. And like we're both playing on like Series X's, but it's like it's like a weirdly long load into this random encounter. Like, I yeah, I don't I don't understand it. So that's kind of annoying. But like I said, you can avoid it. I'm having fun because it's Borderlands gameplay, and that's kind of what I'm there for, just to get like the numbers to go up and to like yeah. chat with my bud while we're shooting nonsense stuff. And then yeah, there's a claptrap made out of wood there, um, and he looks kind of steampunky, I guess, because he's got like a chimney on him. Okay, still annoying though. 
Yeah, I mean, he's not all the time there, thank God, but I'm assuming he's oh, going to yeah. show up more than once. I've so far only come across him one time in, in one mission. Um, but, you know, Tiny Tina's doing her part. She's giving him a run for her his money in terms of uh, annoying voice lines. Great. Um, so that's, you know, when it comes to what I'm playing this week, I kind of, it's a, it's kind of like a shit sandwich where the buns are the best part. So we got like two peaks with like a a valley in below. So now that we're out of the valley, let's go to the peak. I played through all of citizen sleeper. Yeah. I heard this is, uh, people have said disappointingly short. (laughs) They wanted more, but uh tell me about Citizen okay Sleeper. uh i probably got close to like seven hours out of it i thought it was like the perfect length for what i was looking for but i will say i love this game so like more of what i love sure that's fine but i was totally mm-hmm. content with what i got um okay. if any if people's been following my recommendations when it comes to like game pass this year and you played norco and like it then you just got to follow this new recommendation and you got to play citizen sleeper as soon as possible um much like norco this is a it like story focused narrative that is just fantastic like holy smokes i've been seeing a ton of people on twitter talking about this thing and and they're absolutely right so this is unlike so norco's a point and click adventure game citizen yep. sleeper is a visual novel that has some like tabletop role playing elements in there and it's I'm going to do my best to kind of describe it, but it's it's definitely something more visual. So the way it works is there's like a. Not a day night cycle, but like a day cycle and each morning okay. you are a sleeper, which is basically like a synthetic uh, ant robot, but you've like taken okay. over one like your main form is in like cryostasis somewhere and your mind was teleported through some kind of weird. Emergency event into this sleeper and sleepers are known as these people and they're somewhat illegal and whatnot and yada 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 so you're on this space station called the eye and you're just trying to survive um so there's a number of different like npcs that you'll come across and each morning you wake up and there will be a dice roll and you'll get five dice and that's pretty much you know if you think of like a tabletop role playing game that's how you're going to interact with the world today Sure. So let's say I go and I'm like, hey, I really need to make some money today. So I'm going to go to the scrapyard and I'm going to work on, you know, scrapyard stuff, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. things to be like, hey, this is a risky thing you're about to do. So you're going to want to put in one of your high rolls so that you have a better chance. And the way it works is five and uh, six will give you a positive outcome. Three yeah. and four will give you a 50 percent chance of a neutral outcome with a 25 percent chance either way of being a negative outcome or a positive outcome. And then one to two are 50% chance of neutral, 50% chance of negative. Sure. So you're going to input your dice into these things to like progress, you know, just doing different actions. Like if you're thinking of a table talking and then you'll get credits back. You can sometimes get food back depending on what you're doing. If something negative happens, it can take part of your energy level down or your condition level down. And if you think of your condition as a meter, which it is, the lower it is, the less die dice you'll get each new cycle. And a cycle is like the day. So you want to keep sure. your condition up so that you have more dice at your disposal so you can do more things and get more things done and progress d- more storylines. Like if you can only buy um, food 
for once each dice, you want to be able to buy more food with more dice. Sure. And you want to also make sure that your starvation meter is full because if it's lower, your condition level will go down further. And I think it might also impact the numbers you get. I think if you're like full, you might get better numbers on your dice rolls. I could be wrong. The one downside I will say to this game is there's a lot of text up front. Yeah. Go in there expecting to be a little confused for at least 30 minutes, if not like a full hour. But if you get over that hump, it is absolutely worth it because I felt extremely lost. And then I came away with this game being like, holy smokes, I absolutely adored this game. So just so okay. it has a steep learning curve, like just, you know, get, be ready for that. Brace yourself for that. But it is worth it. OK, cool. And so not, you're not just like buying food, you know, getting money and stuff. You're also meeting people on the eye, the space station, and you're going through their quests and they're like stories. And the way to do that is it could be like, hey, this one person wants you to help them recreate their ship or this person wants you to help grow some mushrooms. And that will require you to like put in those dice into their thing a certain number of times to like fill up their meter to like make the next part of their quest happen. And sometimes you have to wait a few days. So you're doing a few things. It's also very cyberpunky, cyberpunky. There's a lot of like hacking little things you can do through the same thing of like put a dice in get your outcome yada 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 there's a ton of different side quests there's a bunch of different endings luckily i think you can get almost all the endings it just like once you complete it it puts you out right before you make that like last decision and then you can just go do something else i like that yeah um pro tip make sure you get the endings with lem and mina holy smokes some of the best endings with them like just like some beautiful storytelling in my opinion probably my favorite um cool and i'll and i'll leave you with this i was enjoying this Mm -hmm. game so much i looked up what is this developer and i actually forgot their name so i'm gonna quickly do a google the publisher's fellow traveler jump over the edge the age jump over the age is the developer they put out a previous game called in other waters and I was like, oh, I don't, okay. I don't know what this game is at all either. Seems to be another kind of narrative focused thing. It's on Steam. It's on mm-hmm. Switch. Uh, as of yesterday, it was 60% off. So I bought it on Switch immediately. It looks like it's no longer discounted, unfortunately. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> but like I liked Citizen Sleeper so much. I just wanted to play more from this developer and I picked up their game on Switch. Um, and I've been I started that briefly and I'll be talking about that soon as well okay if you have game pass uh, it's on xbox game pass and pc game pass i feel like it is it plays a little better um on pc just because it's it's like a clickable game it's you want to click on the dice you want to drag the dice in there it works fine on xbox i just felt more comfortable doing stuff on pc i cannot recommend it enough again that's citizen sleeper cool and that's all i've been playing this week nice um this week i've played a whole bunch of tiny indie horror stuff uh the two that i really want to talk about though one of this one of these was recommended by uh a listener of ours here Uh, it's called save room organization puzzles and what it literally is is uh just the resident evil 4 like inventory but as a puzzle game okay i did see this when it came out yes yeah, so I played through that because it's that I would call disappointingly short because I want that to be like 
my new P-Cross for like a month or something. Okay. It is only 40 boards or 40 puzzles. Now, you did say it's like a horror game. Is there actual horror elements or is it just a puzzle? No, game? it's it's just a puzzle game. Okay. It's just it kind of fit the theme because it's uh, Resident Evil 4. It is like literally the same as uh, the Resident Evil 4 stuff. Like the things mix the same way and that's part of the puzzle as well. So I thought maybe it would be a little bit too easy for a bit. But then like later on, it gets a little crazy in some spots and you do need to like make sure all of your guns have some ammo in them, which means you have to know like which guns you can fully load or like half load. So you don't like like, for example, there's two different types of magnums. One only takes six bullets and the other takes like up to ten and you can like make 10 magnum bullets by combining a bunch of stuff. You have to make sure that you load the six shooter first so that you have three left or t- four left over to put in the 10 because you can't have any gun with like zero ammo in it and just shit like that. Okay. And it's uh, also just like weird. You have too many things. So you have to find out a weird combination on how to hurt your health so you can heal it the appropriate amount with using different healing items so that you can fit everything that you have left. Okay. Yeah. So it actually sounds like there's like some depth to the layers of like puzzle game and it's not just make sure they all fit like physically in the box. There is a little bit more. Yeah. And it's funny because it is stuff that playing those games or playing that game, there are times where it's just like, Oh shit. I hit like, I have this ammo or this gun that I really, really want and I can't fit it. Okay, let me just mix up these herbs. Shit, I still can't fit it. Okay, what if I take some damage and then I heal it with this? Now I can fit it. It's that and it's so good. Okay, so it really feels like this person has played a lot of Resident Evil. This is like a weird love letter to this franchise. It absolutely is. Yeah, that's great. First and foremost, and then it's a puzzle game. It's not the other way around where it's a puzzle game and then Resident Evil is mixed in there. Uh, yeah, it's super cool. And it's a couple bucks. I think uh, if you are the type of person that's like, I really like the inventory system in Resident Evil 4, just buy this. Support the developer. Just buy this and play it. It's super good. Nice. Uh, it's it's just too short. 40 boards is not enough. I wanted like a thousand hours. <laughs> this. I never wanted to leave. And I was done, I think, in like two hours, maybe. And I took my time with it. Uh, the, the next one is another kind of love letter to Resident Evil in a different way. It is a brand new indie game called Nightmare of Decay. And it just has a whole bunch of like references and obvious inspirations to that Silent Hill and all those types of horror games. It's a first person indie shooter where you are investigating a mansion that you are trapped in at like you... The setup is, is that when you go to sleep, you're trapped in this like horror mansion and you're trying to get out or find the way out. And that's and you just go deeper and deeper into it and things get weirder and weirder. It's just super well done. It's absolutely phenomenal. Nice. Um, Yeah, there's nothing more to say about it. If you are a fan of Resident Evil, you should check that one out, too. Trek to Yomi. I played through this. Uh, I, I wanted to. There was just so much on my plate. This is kind of like my next game. I was I wanted to get Citizen Sleeper out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Trek to Yomi, I will say, is short. It is about a four hour stint. Right on. <laughs> Which is I could go for that right now. Yeah, it was OK. Um, 
Tractiomi is one of those games that is absolutely phenomenal in its look and feel. The music is great. It's it is plays like a movie. Like it has a very cinematic feel where you will go into like a new part of the stage or whatever. And like the camera will be showing something in the foreground that's kind of framing like your area. And it's very, very cool. The gameplay is subpar, I would say. It is not. It's the best, I would say, is it's serviceable in a lot of spots, okay. which is okay because it's you don't do a lot of it. But there is a lot of the same enemy type. I think there's about five to six different types of enemies that you face for four hours worth of game over and over, which is disappointing. Sure. Um, But... Yeah, you kind of if you know what Trek to Yomi is, you're kind of not going into that for like an amazing gameplay experience. Anyways, you're going into it because you love Kurosawa movies and aesthetics and you like the feudal Japanese type thing going on there uh, with a little bit of weird like journey to hell <laughs> sort of thing in mixed in. OK, Um, the story is also kind of subpar. It's pretty standard like. The samurai choose this way or this way? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty standard. Okay, but um, yeah, it looks really good. Sounds really good. It's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass and like four hours, maybe sit down, check it out. Uh, I also ran into the problem that I run into with games like this, where you want to play it like you're watching a movie because the way it's kind of, uh, kind of like the shots are if you will the way the camera movements are and everything's set up it feels like when something's happening you just want to run through that area just like slicing dudes up that are in your way because it's like a tense moment but then this is a video game and they have collectible so you're gonna shove your face in a bunch of corners like an idiot and that feels bad okay sure (laughs) yeah i can see that but then if this game's short and they took the collectibles out that's probably cutting almost an hour off yeah, it's even shorter. The collectibles are OK as well. They don't really add anything. They're like flavor. They add some like mythology info and like about the gods or whatever in them. And if you read their descriptions and that's cool. Otherwise, it's pretty standard pickups like health upgrades and stam upgrades. But those I found that you don't really have to look that far out of the way for those. They kind of give to you as you go, which is kind of nice. Also, I'll say I play on played on normal. Um, which maybe trivialized some of the fights. Some of the fights were still kind of wonky just because I felt the controls were kind of meh in some spots, but I think some of those that sword fighting would have benefited from me playing on hard, where I would have had to thought think my combat maneuvers out a little bit harder. Okay. But yeah. Trek to Yomi, check that shit out four hours well i'll trade you this week i'll play truck to and you play citizen sleeper citizen sleeper has been installed for about a week now so one day i will get to it i think (laughs) cool maybe yeah all right well with that let's do some news uh nintendo had a uh indie game live stream i don't think they call them nindies anymore i don't know if there's anything like news related i don't need to tell you like every game that was announced here i will say um a new game by the gato roboto team is coming called gunbrella uh which sounds okay pretty fun uh 
mini motorways is coming to switch and that's a cool game i thought wayward strand looked really good um and then uh aggro crab is making a souls like (sighs) they're calling a shells like where you play a cool crab fighting stuff and that seemed pretty dope sure um anyway yeah there wasn't anything like major that popped out but some small stuff that i had I've heard on other platforms coming to switch and it's like, Oh cool. That thing like, you know, t- total act, totally accurate battle simulator is coming to switch. And that's, that's probably a good move. Uh, card shark, I think looks fantastic. I can't wait for that. Curse to golf. Still looking forward to that. So yeah, that hey, one switch has games coming. Probably. Cool. Okay. Uh, Gotham Knights had a bit of an update, showed off uh, some more of that. Kind of the big news about that, however, was that they canceled the PS4 and Xbox One versions of the game. I I mean, yeah, that sucks, but sure. It kind It's kind of just like one of those like, hey, someone had to be first, right? Yeah, someone was going to be first for sure. Like, it, it's only uh, a matter of time. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this is this is starting the slow journey to the end of those consoles, maybe, which which, which what I'm sure will still be years away before those consoles actually stop getting supported. But yeah, for sure. Uh, the quote was to provide players with the best possible gameplay experience. That's the reason they are canceling the old ones. I'm assuming it just eventually like, hey, they wanted to do stuff with it where the old stuff w- was holding them back. And they were like, totally we could put out subpar versions of these games, but I think it will hurt us more than if we just put out three really good versions of this game on the current consoles and PC. Now they better make sure that those are really good versions. (laughs) If they run bad on the console on like a PS five or something, there's going to be hell to pay. (laughs) I mean, I could still see the argument though of like, Hey, if it's running this bad on the PS five, just imagine what it would be on PS four it didn't yeah it just didn't run on ps4 at all (laughs) yeah so uh ubisoft they had an earnings call uh this week and kind of the little bit tidbit that came out of there is that mario and rabbits 2 the avatar game and skull and bones are all set to release within fiscal year 23 which is from now until the end of march 2023 yeah about Uh, the next year roughly i don't believe skull and bones will come out yeah man like (laughs) i've been kind of waiting to hear anything about it but i don't know i don't even know it's it's one of those games where it's like i don't think this will ever come out but it's been in development for so long i feel like they have to put it out at some point they've just worked so much on it yeah um but i'm still like i don't know hey i'm excited for the mario and rabbit sequel out of these three games that's the one i want to play sure um bethesda put an announcement starfield and redfall are being delayed to the first half of 2023 Uh, i'm not surprised to hear about starfield i am kind of surprised to hear about redfall also getting delayed yeah i thought i was under the impression that was further along but maybe just not ready yeah who knows um I mean, hey, I'll take all the time in the world. I, I'm, I'm all for delays. Um, and if this is supposed to be the fall up to Skyrim, like. Yeah, I can only imagine how janky Starfield is going to be no matter what <laughs> or when it comes out. Yeah, for sure. Not also, wrong. like, could you imagine just trying to follow up Skyrim? 
yeah i can't i almost feel like starfield is doomed to fail in some regards because of like it a, but i hope like it's just so it big like holy smokes yeah. good luck coming i i feel similarly with like nintendo and like breath of the wild like good luck following up with that um <laughs> same with elden ring now like just these like massive games yeah. like good luck guys uh, the Fall Guys Twitter account tweeted this morning that the biggest announcement in the history of Fall Guys is landing on May 16th. No okay. idea what that is yet. I will say Nintendo retweeted this uh, announcement. So maybe a Switch version. I would yeah. love a Game Pass version. Bring that thing to Game Pass. That would be quite the get. But I guess we'll find out next week. Uh, get excited for whatever the biggest thing what you have any guesses, Paul? Free to play, NFTs. Oh my God, the way they can stomp down their grave <laughs> is NFTs. Uh, free to play would be great. That might actually get me to play it again on a weekend with just some people who never bought it or something. Sure. Uh, also speaking of 2023, Dead Space got an official release date, January 27th, uh, and this is obviously yeah. the uh, the Dead Space remake super excited about that what's not super exciting is this announcement not announcement this quote from jim ryan today i was wondering if we were gonna bring this up all right jim ryan the uh ceo of playstation Uh uh-huh i'll just read the tweet here from jason schreier over at bloomberg because i don't have a bloomberg account so i can't look into the actual article playstation boss jim ryan sent an email today asking his staff to quote respect differences of opinion end quote on abortion rights then he wrote five paragraphs about his two cats birthdays their habits and his desire to get a dog people are not thrilled fantastic yeah Yeah. um so just a real quick uh fuck you to jim ryan um i don't even know if there's anything that else needs to be said about that i'm telling you man Tim Ryan needs to be kicked out. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah, that <laughs> so is, that much. Is, that is not a good look. Like, <laughs> nope. He just gets worse every time I see his name pop up on Twitter. It's something like slightly worse every time. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty crazy. Uh, moving on to something more upbeat. Apex Legends Mobile comes out next week, May 17th. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I'll probably try that for a round or two. Yeah. I'm probably not going to play much of that. I didn't like the Switch version. Oh, yeah, it's probably very, very similar. True. I know it's going to have like separate battle passes and everything, so it might be kind of a separate thing, but who even knows? And this last news came in right before the show. An Alan Wake TV show is in development at AMC. Yeah, OK. I, I'm, I'm I'll watch it. this. I like Alan yeah, Wake a whole bunch. Yeah, I'm into it. Sure. Um, you know, AMC, you know, I, I liked The Walking Dead for a few seasons there, so I don't have anything against AMC. Honestly, who even cares what channel it's on? Although it's probably going to be like, you have to get AMC Plus. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're so, probably right. So maybe I will, you know, subscribe to that for a month and check out the Alan Wake TV show. But I'm more just curious what this could actually be how much remedy is involved maybe who they get to play alan i'm very curious about so a lot of questions i like that property quite a bit 
Uh, there was a few other Alan Wake announcements. Now that I think about it because it was a uh, it was like a Alan Wake anniversary thing. I believe they announced Alan Wake remastered for Switch. They showed okay. some screenshots of Alan Wake 2. It's looking pretty horror game like. Uh, so that sucks. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. That's all I can remember from those announcements. Why don't we do some questions? All right. And while I'm doing this, uh, Paul, do you want to grab the questions from the email account? Oh, sure. Top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter. The Discord channel or John's P.O. Box are the ways to send in your questions. True. Uh, those are all ways. Those are all the ways. I think that, I don't think there's any more of them. But I can read this first question from Lineback. If you could turn all your skills in one thing into a skill for another thing, what would you choose and why? Uh, I would turn my skill of overthinking everything to the worst possible thing to literally anything else. Is that, is that a skill? I mean, I mean, I'm good at it, so yes. <laughs> is that a skill or is that like a curse? It's both. Do you have to be able to practice a skill? <laughs> And like improve a skill. Oh, trust me, I can practice and improve it. <laughs> but yes, um, I don't know. So it have to be something that I'm like really good at, but I don't care that I'm good at it. I don't know. Like the only thing that comes to mind in terms of something that I could put it towards would be like maybe knowing a language. But if I really wanted to know a language that much, I would have like dedicated some time and learned a language i don't think there's anything i would give up really because even if i have stuff that i don't use all the time like i was pretty good at learning math growing up math is pretty useful i don't want to get rid of yeah no yeah i don't really want to give anything up either (laughs) so uh matthew writes about nine months ago i sent an email to this podcast about doing my video game homework and playing a lot of old jrpgs i remember uh, since then, I finished said homework and played Dragon Quest 1 to 6 and Final Fantasy 1 to 6. Playing so many sequels in the same series was fun and got me thinking. What's the game series in which you beat the most consecutive entries? Feel free to define series however you want. For me, it's the Pokemon main Pokemon series since I've beaten 19 games from Fire Red through Ultra Moon. Okay, first off, I'm going to say, I don't know if you finished your homework. There's a lot more Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy games. <laughs> they didn't yes. stop at six. But however, nine months playing 12 RPGs, that's impressive. Yeah, man, that's really good. Um, Mine's mine's probably count. also Pokemon, if we're counting that. Yeah, that of course that counts. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine's already, I'm just... Trying, I'm gonna count which games they are. Like, I'm trying to think like Ace Attorney, there's eight of those, not including the Japanese one. Nine, if you do the crossover, yeah, I think Pokemon is just still there's so many of them I played through, so I think that's just gonna win no matter what. 28 games in wow. Resident Evil 28 out of 29. There is one I didn't play because I don't care about it. It's Resident Evil, the Mercenaries 3D, because I don't like Mercenaries mode, and it's on the 3DS. Oh, but you're so close to doing all of them. How can you just, like, not get 100%? Because I hate Mercenary modes. But I think then it's you're garbage. just done. You're, like, you've done it. Doesn't matter. 
Wow. I could do that. Doing something important. like, yeah, I did 99% of it. It's like, that would just drive me insane. No, my enjoyment's more important than some dumb bullshit idea like that. Kevin writes, uh, you can only taste sweet, savory, or salty for the rest of your life. Which one do you pick? Oh, man. It's definitely between savory or salty. I'm just trying to think of, like, which one I would get sick of sooner. I think it's this probably is the easiest salty. question, and it's savory. Are you kidding? Picking only salty? Yeah, I know, right? You would get sick of that pretty quick. I think you get sick of that by the end of the day. No, there's no way. Like, all you're tasting is the salty part of any meal. That would That's not great. Because I, th- I, th- I think of a food... I can say mm-hmm. like sometimes this is too sweet, but it's not like killing me. I'm never once saying mm, this is too savory. There's often where I'm like, wow, this is salt. This is too salty. And like that can go bad real fast. Oh, I'm the opposite. Things that can things are too sweet for me. I hate sugar. I absolutely can't stand it. But things that are too salty, I would like are like real bad. No, they're fine. Oh, no. Like, OK, like so, salted here, so here's the question. What yeah. would you have an easier time doing? Tablespoon of sugar or tablespoon of salt? Salt, 100% easy. Not a problem. I, okay. I've done it. I think it. I'm the opposite, but I'm still, I think savory is just the easy, the, the savory is, yeah. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about umami? If we throw that in there, I don't it's know. still probably savory. Like, you know, that Japanese taste, for I, lack of a better term. I know it's a Japanese taste. I couldn't d- think of umami at. As I don't know, I don't know what that tastes like right right now. I just know it's the Japanese one. Yeah, I mean, savory is still probably the answer. Just throwing that out there as an option. I think I would take that over salty even. So it's between savory and umami and it's probably savory. I'm not even like a sweets guy and I would still take sweet over salty and then savory over everything. Yeah, savory has a bigger kind of like umbrella as well, just in general, I think. I, I like it, it's almost unfair because, again, I don't think I've ever said, oh, this is too savory. I can't eat this. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird sentence. <laughs> too savory. But you see, Kenny writes, if you were to wake up in a Sonic the Hedgehog universe, <laughs> would you rather be as a human? Would you rather be you as a human? You as an anthropomorphic animal in the style of the Sonic characters? Or you as a robot in the style of the Sonic robots? Okay, Are the I don't know humans why anyone in the Sonic the, universe the in, like enslaved? Are they like okay? I guess no, I think they're saying like human, a Sonic character, or like a metal Sonic, or like one of the robot yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. you know? But like metal Paul. Oh man, I might be into that. It depends what if I, I don't got know to why you'd pick the robot one. Upgrades. That seems like the worst one. I mean, I feel like if you pick the Sonic one, you're basically a superhero. <laughs> like you get superpowers. No, you're probably one of the shitty friends, though. <laughs> that Even then, like the it. shitty friends can like fly and shit. Yeah. No, probably robot. Okay, I'll pick the Sonic one, I guess, because then I get superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hebrew Lantern writes, what's something you eat cold that should really be eaten hot or vice versa? Oh. 
I'm trying to even think of like examples where this is like a normal thing. And the only thing that comes to mind is like cold pizza or like frozen pop tarts. Oh, frozen pop tarts sounds disgusting. To well, me. people do that. Like they'll freeze the yeah. pop tarts instead of like toasting them. Um, and I don't do either of those though, so I can't even pick that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if there is one for me. I don't do cold pizza. Actually, I'm not a fan of it. I can I can eat cold pizza, but it's pretty rare that I'm in a place where there's cold pizza available and there's not a microwave available. Like that's those are, the thing. They're usually near yeah. each other, and it's like, well, I'm going to put this in the microwave. That's the thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I don't think there is one for me. And it, and so the vice versa, something that I eat hot that should be cold. What would that even be like if I'm nuking like an apple? No, I'm not doing that. Ice cream, mm. I get it. I'm the, OK. The only thing I could possibly think of is like I'm not a big fan of hot drinks. So if if I had the option of like, here's some hot chocolate or and we won't judge you, even though, of course, they would we we can cool down this hot chocolate for you to make it chocolate milk. I would personally prefer to drink the cold chocolate, the the cold hot chocolate. But I'm not going to make someone like cool down hot chocolate for me because that's an insane thing to ask. Sure. <laughs> I yeah, I get you. Um there's nothing for me really. All right. Like Unless there's some weird like, well, I think you should be doing this. And then it's like, well, that's not the ex normal acceptance anyway. So Suku Suku, see, seeing the news about EVE Online, I've always been curious about it. But seeing as it would take thousands of hours to get into, it would it put me off forever. There's many such games where it's more a lifestyle than a thing you play. What's that one series you always wanted to get into, but couldn't justify due to the immense commitment it would require? I think at this point, Final Fantasy 14. Okay. I just hear uh, there tons of people one. raving about that, but I also hear a lot of people saying like, yeah, you just have to get through like the first 60 hours and then it gets really good. Yeah, the closest thing to me is I want kind of to know kingdom hearts but i don't want to play all of the kingdom hearts okay <laughs> so that's the closest but like i played eve online i play everything anything i want to to see if i'm into it at all and then i realize that usually i'm just not yeah no i definitely there's definitely somewhere it's like oh i'm i want to do this but i know i'm gonna have to commit a bunch of time to it to actually get enjoyment out of it as opposed to like yeah, if, if I only play five hours, it's going to be like, what was the point of doing that? I might as well save it for when I somehow have all that time. Um, another one is like Yakuza. I want to play through all of those. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I keep telling myself like you bought them like you started a little bit, but it's like there's rarely time where I don't have like four other things that are more immediate on my wanting to playlist. Yeah, sure. Rasterman writes. What's the maximum number of movies you've watched from the same series? Series as in, for example, Fast and Furious, Harry Potter, among others. Maximum numbers? So Fast and Furious would have been, would be 10 of them. I mean, I've seen almost all the James Bond movies. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know how many. I, I'm trying to find a number here. Does... Does the Marvel ones count or because they're all their own little ones? Is that separate? Yeah, that's 
See, that's a good question. Because if those count, it's probably that because that's like 30 something at this point or whatever it is. And you can even put TV shows in there and everything as well. Yeah, I mean, if that counts, it's mine, too, because I mean, I've been doing that for a decade and some <laughs> like a long yeah, I, fucking time. Is there more Marvel movies than there are James Bond movies? Well, I don't want to just count my I'm trying to see if there's a there is a list here, but Wikipedia has it split up weird. What if I just Google how many you're going to Google how many James Bond movies I've seen? (laughs) I've seen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 27 movies. It seems like I thought there was there was more. So then, yeah, Marvel definitely eclipses that easily in like a fraction of the length of time. Yeah. And people in the chat are saying MCU counts, so I think it's just MCU because, like, at this point, oh, yeah. there's three MCU movies a year. There's like three TV shows you could put on there, which are longer than the movies. So it's like that's that's like everyone's answer at this point, sooner or later. Yeah. Yep, that's the answer. Um, Phantom Ages, Ahoy TDP crew. What do you overall prefer to see in stories you consume? A fallen hero? Or a villain redeeming themselves. I like fallen hero. I think it would be hard to find a story that doesn't include a fallen hero. Because that's kind of how like story structure works. Is they get to their like lowest point right before the final confrontation. Where they overcome it all. Yeah, I mean, most stories have a fallen hero that is a villain redeeming themselves in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's usually a lot of characters arcs. So guess fallen hero because that's just pretty standard that's my answer too yeah i mean if the villain redeeming themselves is like a cool way and not just like a we're gonna ignore all the atrocities you did but like an actual cool thing that's always super fun as well uh and last question from dead have you ever played a video game where one of the characters steals the show yeah of course absolutely Uh trying to think something of, in the detective like, in norco is a recent one he comes out of nowhere and then that last la- act it's like where have you been this whole game my dude um i can't remember his name uh tell you in two seconds. what was the one detective in that fmv game we did on tdv plus that, that does like that's the hand the signs on, that's the game i'm looking at that's who i can't remember it's not shape-shifting detective although he, the actor shows up in that one what the hell was that game even called again? I don't remember. I just remember his follow-up game. I thought it was Contraband for some reason, but no, no that's I a different thing. I think it may thing. have started with a C. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, he. so I saw somebody say in Contradiction. the Discord, Contradiction, right? Contradiction, yeah. And I forget what the character's name is, though. But yeah, Jenks. I, saw, I had Jenkins in my head, but I didn't Jenkins, think that was right. People are saying this is Jenks. Yeah, he's great, too, for sure. Somebody in our discord said Sans and Undertale It's like, yeah, of course. Sure. He's the one he's the one that has all the rule 34 about him. So he's obviously the one that people like. <laughs> well, I'm sure they all have it. It's rule 34. Like, Actually, you're right. They probably do. Thing. Yeah, they probably. All do. right. 
that's going to do it for questions. If people want to send questions next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Uh, Nightmare of Decay. And mine is easily Citizen Sleeper. Okay. Uh, stuff to look forward to the submission thread uh, for our Patreon for next month's Patreon poll. I guess next week's Patreon poll is live. So if you're in the top tier and you want to submit a game, go do that. Um, and stay tuned for next week. Uh, sorry, next weekend. TVP will be about the new Doctor Strange movie. Other yes. than that, uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.